0: Header for oh, yeah, what the Hello and welcome back to If We Were The Managers, I am Dan I'm joined by my co-host Isaac. You right, guys? Uh, it's just us today, no guests, uh, so this is episode 15 and we'll be Newcastle. Uh but before we get onto that, straight into this weekend's news. Yeah, we'll start off with
1: some uh news about the Sucheck red card on the weekend. It has been overturned as of today, on day of recording is Monday. Um and Mike Dean has requested to the league to not officiate a game this weekend in the Premier League because death threats have been sent to his family.
0: Why he's
1: I'm not gonna defend him
0: as a ref, because he's made some awful decisions in the last few weeks. You can't send death threats to people, man. It's just a game of football. I know we've got an entire podcast based on it, but at the end of the day, it's a game of football. No one yeah. lived or died, did they? Sir? No.
1: Um, yeah, be like you said, obviously the Bednarek red card and also Suchet's red card have now been overturned, which happened to be Mike Dean's both games in the last and, two weeks. And for
0: the, the Suchet one, he was told to look at the monitor of VAR thought it was a red card. I don't yeah. think he even saw it, did he, to start no. with? so. Look at, and to be fair, I've seen it. I didn't really know what to make of it because it did look a little bit like it hit him. And if he does touch him, it is violent conduct so he should get sent off. So I don't know. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah, it wasn't in a...
0: It wasn't R- in it it was... an aggressive way. He didn't like throw his elbow yeah. back, throw elbow in the face. We did. He had his elbow at head... Why would you have your elbow at head height? Especially when you're not even going for a header. Like, we know when they um, do it, accidentally go from a header. It's... But,
1: because Mitrovic was kind of like grabbing his arms and everything, mm. lifted his arm up, and he's clipped thingies. It was complete. That... From what I saw, it was accidental, and it wasn't. Better word for it, but vicious.
0: Yeah, it wasn't malicious, was it? It was no. just a bit. I I don't know. I can see the position Mike Dean was put in is he's shown someone getting elbow got an elbow at least vaguely to the face. Mitch mean, if it just goes down, you don't know if it touched him, you don't know if it do not Especially the, the way he went the down as well. Angle. Yeah, you, they, you've got to assume the worst, that he's elbowed in the face. and Mike Dean's been put in quite a awkward position of he can either let an elbow to the face go or send him off.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and it was last minute of the game. It didn't affect it, did it? Come on. I was going to say that.
1: It was the 90th plus seventh minute. Hopefully Mike Dean feels safe in his own home. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, mean, I don't
0: think anyone's going to kill him. Like, but yeah, it's a bit harsh. Very.
1: Uh, we'll move on to a manager who is the oldest manager in the Premier League at 73 years old. Roy Hodgson has come out and said he is undecided on his future still, despite his Palace contract expiring in the summer. He Said he's um just enjoying the day to day, the day by day progress he's having with Palace.
0: Yeah, he's a good manager today, he's not doing too bad a job with Palace. They've won a couple of games recently as well, Mm uh, with Eze and Zaha. They're not a bad side, and he's shown he's still got it because he's well, he's getting results. If he was bombing out and losing his marbles, then he wouldn't be a manager anymore, would he? So, um, I don't know how long it can't be good on you. Body can it mm. surely the stress of being a manager every day, especially at 73 years old?
1: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, like, I don't blame him for not deciding his future right now because at 73, you don't want to like he might not want to be managing in a year's time or two years' time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't if he signs a new contract, I doubt it will be more it'll, than two yeah, years, it'll be like a years. year, 18
0: months, won't it? Probably, yeah. Uh, but oh, I dare I say, legend of the game, just the amount of time he's been in it and around it, especially in the English game.
1: He's been a mainstay as a Premier League manager for the last
0: decade, decade and a half, isn't it? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was England, never forget, he was England manager as yeah. well for a good few years.
1: And he's been around, he's manager of Inter Milan as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you can't knock him. You know? <laughs> just because he's Palace manager now doesn't mean he wasn't great before. Yeah,
1: and he's improved them majorly anyway. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: So and um, next.
1: You want to talk about more abuse going towards Tuan
0: Yes, bloody hell, more abuse, more man new fans. Just saying, um, why stop sending horrible messages, racist messages to mm-hmm. players after they've had a bad game? Just get angry and shout with your mates about it. Like, yeah. bloody hell, do what we do. Yeah, literally, go on PS4, have a debate with your mates or 5 a.m. about it. Like, <laughs> so you don't need to direct message them all sorts of yeah. racist stuff. And then Rudiger's been, uh, Chelsea's been racially abused as well, cause, yeah
1: because uh, it was rumoured that he had involvement in Lampard being sacked by going to the board and trying to
0: basically persuade them
1: to sack him. So Chelsea fans have gone, no, we ain't having that in the worst
0: way possible. Yeah, you shouldn't... It's not worth it, man. You don't need to... Although, although I have seen the FA are pr- uh, pressing the government to change the law in regards to how like, racist and abuse, uh, racism and abuse is being handled online. Uh so they want the government to change the law so that social media companies will have be more of uh blame for abuse given on their sites yeah uh which hopefully obviously you some could argue it's not the social media company's fault because they can't control what people type, yeah. yes, but also they have the power to shut down accounts,
1: yeah exactly, and not being funny with the other like recent and previous like incidences online, it seems to be that the like likes of twitter facebook instagram it's they're kind of not being looked at it's oh what are the fa gonna do which yeah the fa should do something about it but it's like social media platforms are often overlooked and it's always what are the fa gonna do etc mm-hmm.
0: it's like what do you want the fa to do they can't yeah. seize twitter can they no. ban everyone that's ever racially abused someone they don't have that power exactly they have the power to control things that happen on and off the football pitch concerning footballers and football alone exactly they can't, unfortunately, they can't account for some absolute idiots.
1: Yeah, so... Ugh. Well, that was our end of our very brief general news uh, section this week. We'll move on to the weekend's games now. Right. right. moving on to our weekend's game now. We'll start with the free-free draw between Man United and Everton. It was the 63rd anniversary of the Munich air crash. Uh, Cavani scored a decent header from a Rashford cross.
0: Yeah, good cross by Rashford. Yeah. Uh,
1: Fernando scored a very good goal. So...
0: Yeah, although it was compared to Cantona's one. And it yeah. just wasn't as good as Cantona's one. <laughs> I, when you first told me that, I YouTubed it and I thought,
1: nah, it's not as good. No. <laughs> uh, Calvert Lewin managed to get past Maguire. Um, had a shot, but De Gea pushed it out back into the danger zone and De just easily tapped it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rodriguez made it 2 all. With a fine volley, shall we say. Yeah, thumped to in yep. corner. And then McTominay scored his fourth goal in five home matches. It was a good cross. Uh, the keeper could have done better, potentially, but he did slip when he went to make the save.
0: In fact, as of recording, he scored five in six. He scored again last night.
1: That is very true. He <laughs> just loves scoring at Old Trafford, apparently. Yeah, mad one. Yep. Yeah,
0: and and then, yeah,
1: and then Calvert-Lewin scored... With like the last kick of the game to make it 3 all after...
0: Yeah, so long story short, Man bottled bowled it. Yeah. They were 2-0 up at half-time and, and then, managed to lose. Well, not lose, draw 3-3. Yeah,
1: and the cheek of Maguire to play everyone onside and be the first to... call and... is offside. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: you know you played everyone offside, onside. Yeah, exactly.
1: On. <laughs> um, so yeah, Man United could have tightened the gap on City as they are sitting in second, but they did bottle a lead, so...
0: What's the gap now? Four points? I think it's five, five points. points yeah. so, Running away with it, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and City have a game in hand. Yeah. Uh, our next game, 197th meeting between Villa and Arsenal. How many years is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was 28 years since yeah. we last did the double over Arsenal. It was probably about five since the last did the double over us. Yeah. Maybe less than that. Um, and yes, that's three wins in three against Arsenal, and I'm very happy boy.
1: Yeah, and Watkins seems to love scoring against
0: his the clubby support. I love it, I love it. There's three goals in two games against uh, Arsenal, and yeah. I captained him for fantasy, so I love it.
1: Yeah, as you said, Watkins scored again within 90 seconds. Uh, Triore counted on some poor A Poor passing. pass by Cedric, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No. Um, and then Troy Aranem areas with his pace. Yeah,
0: yeah, and he's got a good technical ability as well, cutting back. Uh, Watkins shot took a deflection, but rolled into the bottom corner, so... Yeah. It not... yeah. wasn't a very good display, really. I'm not... It wasn't <laughs> a very... Like, luckily, we weren't great, but Arsenal were far, far worse.
1: Yeah, I think it was... You scored a bit, arguably a bit of luck with
0: your goal. Where yeah, because it, it was a first a bad pass, and then it took a deflection to yeah. go in, but...
1: Um, and then you seem to just be like, yeah, we're gonna defend this lead. And mm-hmm. to be fair, you did defend reasonably well.
0: We defended reasonably well. Arsenal just can't attack. Yeah. They were toothless.
1: They had quite they had a few chances but lacked the final quality.
0: They I think they had like one shot on target all mm. game. Um and god Arsenal fans after the game, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The amount of blocks like Mings and Target made. Uh, Mings had six blocks, I think, and Target had five.
1: <laughs> yeah, just throwing their bodies. And that's the two of the
0: defenders. For context, I think both the others who worked hard as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's something that you've majorly improved on from last year. Oh, it, so. man, Jesus
0: Christ! You've learned... At this point last season, I think we conceded the most goals in the league. Yeah, you've you've learned what
1: defending is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. On to our next game was Burnley versus Brighton, one all. Um. Burnley had about twenty shots on target. Uh, on goal, only, I think, eight on target, but for them to be creating that many chances. Yeah,
0: that's it's a lot of uh, shots, especially Burnley. Yeah,
1: I was about to say
0: that. Notoriously not very creative team. Mm. Uh,
1: Sanchez made some important saves for Brighton, uh, Brighton goalkeeper, leading to their goal, uh, with Dunk scoring a good header.
0: Yeah, I was, I was annoyed. I was going to put Dunk in my team. <laughs> I, not, I thought, Nah, I won't do it. It's good. Yeah.
1: And Burnley just had constant second half pressure on the
0: Brighton goal, really, didn't they? Yeah, it's um, different performance what we've seen from Brighton Mm -hmm. Uh, because obviously they've been giant killers recently. They've beat Leeds, they've beat well, not that Leeds are giants, but you know, Mm -hmm. they've beat uh, Liverpool, they beat Tottenham, yeah. And then uh, against Burnley, they draw, and against Fulham, they drew as well. So yeah,
1: Um, and yeah, Goodwinson scored the leveller for Burnley in um, the second half. Uh, next game, another draw, nil-nil between Fulham and West Ham. Arguably a good point for Fulham in West Ham's current form.
0: I didn't even make notes on this game. It wasn't entertaining. Yep, as Dan sips his cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're recording at a different time to normal. It's early, I need my cup of tea.
1: <laughs> um, Kufel hit the bar with a header for West Ham. Lookman came close with a free kick. Fulham had 20 shots, but only two on target. So, arguably, not really a goal, a game where you expected a goal, if you're having 20 shots with only two on target. Um, And Suchek, red card, but as of recording, it has been overturned. Overturned, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think it was a red card. I thought it was an accident where he just lifted his hand up because Mitrovic was holding on to him.
0: Yeah. But I can see why. I think we had a brief discussion, didn't we, in the Mm -hmm. um, news section about it, but... I can see why it was given because from the angles that you're given, you can't. One of the flaws of pho- uh, ph- photography or filming things is you can't see impacts really that well.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless it's a really hard impact, like so. As soon as an elbow goes near your face, it looks like you've hit him probably, and on the video, it does look like he's elbowed him in the face. Yeah. So, and Mitrovic goes down like bud. So. Mm-hmm. Mike Dean was put in a position where he's either allowing elbows to the face or he's not. Yeah. And in that position, you've got to give a red card. So. Definitely.
1: Uh, our next game, biggest game of the weekend. Man City pulled away from Liverpool in the title charge, winning 4-1 at Anfield. Liverpool's third consecutive loss in a row at Anfield. First time since the 60s, I think. Yep. Lol. <laughs> uh, Liverpool did have three centre-backs on the bench, but chose to field uh, Henderson and Fabino as their centre-back pairing. Which, as we all know, Dan doesn't agree with because we've well, got the centre-back to clearly I'm right. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: um, they just lost 4-2 because they, did, they played one, at least a custom centre-back mm. in Fabino, who's not really a centre-back, but he's decent there. Yeah. Um, and they've just been absolutely smacked. Up. Don't get me wrong, Allison didn't help himself. No, two mistakes. Yeah, he on the who scored ratings. He managed to beat Adrian's uh, score in the seven-two loss. Yeah,
1: Adrian got two point four. Allison managed to get two point
0: three. Yeah, which is impressive because it's the first person to ever get that low ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Bednorck didn't beat him, but no, <laughs> that's conversation for another day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's you've just bought two centre backs. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're twenty. You, they're yeah. Argu- in.
1: yeah arguably with kabak and i can't remember but kabak name.
0: was on the bench yeah kabak he was on didn't the even bench.
1: put the uh phillips no phillips on the bench what is his Preston? Born one in it davies davies yeah yeah
0: they didn't even put davies on the bench so come on man
1: i understand kabak may maybe because it's Man City, but Phillips, who's played regu- reasonably regularly throughout the season,
0: the only problem is with Phillips is he's not that fast. Yeah, but then, but then, and they played Chases. Uh, they didn't play Chases. He actually. came off of the bench. Yeah, they but, played Foden. But, yeah, but they played Foden. Start. So still yeah. not slow. Exactly.
1: Um Talking of Foden, fantastic strike for his goal. Got another assist. Oh, yeah, just a fantastic game, didn't it? Yeah, he was arguably probably man of the match.
0: Yeah, I think he did get man. Yeah.
1: Uh Gundawan gets two goals again to continue his fine run of form oh, despite I missing
0: a penalty. Good lad in my fantasy team. Thank <laughs> you very much.
1: Yeah, and then Salah, as we all know, likes to chuck himself on the floor. Oh he's that touched. was never a
0: penalty. No. <laughs> oh my god. People they need to start booking him. When he throws his arms up in the air, mm-hmm. like he he, get, he falls backwards. Yeah. Like he's been pushed on the back, you fall forwards, you yeah. sausage. Jesus. Like... Like, I like him he does dive he does. so much he could have carried on probably scored but yeah. instead he chose to throw himself to the floor I yeah. don't know which he did score the
1: game. resulting penalty but probably
0: wasn't he's now League top scorer by a bit of a margin now isn't he yeah. 16 goals this season yep. I think next best is 13 with Kane, Son and Calvert-Lewin yes uh, on to our next yeah. uh,
1: on to our next game Sheffield United hosted Chelsea at Bramwell Lane they did lose 2-1 um Chelsea controlled the game after a very early scare from Sheffield United, mm-hmm. hitting the side netting after about 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Werner was making good runs, getting into good positions. He did win us a penalty for the first goal, mm-hmm. um, which was taken by Jorginho and scored. And then Rudiger decided to, to kick it in his own net.
0: That was a good that was a good own goal. <laughs> own, own goal rating.
1: Good own goal. <laughs> um, we've kind of discussed that it possibly could have been lack of communication between Yeah, and Mendy. which
0: we were saying it's happened quite a lot, hasn't it? Yeah. Mendy. Um he keeps done this couple of games, comes been, out, uh, runs out of... without telling his defenders. Yeah. And they'll either turn to pass to him and he's not there, or he's right in their face when they're about to control yeah. the ball. So um yeah, maybe needs need to work on that too. shell please. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um Yeah, well two shells still unbeaten.
0: Yeah, how, how are you happy with the performance? You watched didn't you?
1: Yeah, I think I like how we control the game, but we're still adamant on passing it around the back from the goal <laughs> kick, which I know is how football's arguably played right now. But we started Giroud, so you don't really like you have a target man to aim for, so you don't need to pass it around the back all the time. And a couple of times we were passing it around the back and then we've had to kick it off or throw into Sheffield United by our own corner flag mm-hmm. because we put ourselves under so much pressure. And obviously you keep, if you've been told to do it, you do it because you don't go against your manager. But I think it's also I remember game. when I
0: used to play, I used to hate passing around the back. Yeah, so did I. So I was like, oh my God, if I mess up here, it's straight front goal. Yeah, play, playing left back, they're like, oh yeah, yeah they're they're off the short. Yeah, like, so was are <laughs> right back. yeah, and it's not off the short. I was like, oh. I'm going to make sure I'm marked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand Which, next those to Those of you that play football will know you can make sure that you're marked. Yeah, you you just, know when a player's looking at you.
1: You just go stand next. I oh, used to just go stand next to the right winger sometimes. But yeah, like, stand I, next to him and then just walk
0: sorry. Mark yourself. But maybe okay. that's a statement on us, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Say so, that. No, we can go in the box now. When yeah. I used to play, I couldn't go in the box. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, but yeah, I think you can't complain because you're unbeaten in four um, and kept three clean sheets out of the four. So, there is an improvement. But now, I saw the other day that uh, Chelsea are on the same amount of points as they were last season.
0: But Chelsea only had four games. I know. But, but yeah, they're on track to get the same amount of points. Yeah. So, yeah. the sacking of Lampard. I know, obviously,
1: if you didn't sack Lampard, we possibly...
0: Yeah, it could have been our lower, But at the same yes. time, it could have been on So Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but our next game is Spurs winning 2-0 against West Brom. Kane is back straight in with the goals again.
0: Yeah, well, it, Harry Kane FC at the moment. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, they can't win without him. Basically. Three
1: games he missed, three games they lost.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> their current record, I think, is 38 with him, 20 wins. Mm. And then 10 and, without him, three wins. Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: Which I know it's quite a lot of games difference. You can't really tell, but percentage-wise, that's... Mm gone from over 50% win rate to less, to 30, bang on. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> you can't rely on Kane and Son playing together to win your game, should it?
1: No, not really. And arguably, though, it was against West Brom, so they should have won with or without Kane, because mm-hmm. they look a bit lacklustre defensive-wise. Oh, that's f- um, no chance of that. No. And De scored two goals, but was ruled
0: offside for both, which is... Two, three yards offside, both yeah. of as well. So. It's
1: promising that he knows where the net is. So he just needs to know where the offside line is. <laughs> yeah, I wonder
0: if it's a thing of um, whichever his favorite is, whether he's getting used to uh, like VAR,
1: because
0: mm. where's he come from? The Turkish league. Yeah. Saying that, I think I did read up on it, and they do have VAR in the Turkish league. But whether it's implemented as effectively as here, I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but like getting used to, be, like maybe got away with it a little bit in the Turkish mm. league, but they're so stringent in the Premier League. Like, yeah. You're not getting away with anything anymore.
1: Wrong. And the big question is, Sam Dice's mm. record of not
0: being relegated is surely over? It's gone. It's gone. There's I, can't n- <laughs> I can't see any way like escaping yeah. the football they're playing. Just because. I have to beat everyone in the bottom half, basically, mm. which now includes Arsenal, by the way. Yeah,
1: they're sitting in eleventh. They um, just from like you've got Brighton, Burnley, and what Newcastle Palace above you. You can't see any of them going down, really, can
0: you? And no, it's... not with Brighton are playing. Palace aren't too bad. Uh, they lost it for the data day to Leeds. Um, yeah, Wolves, they got too much quality for them. Yeah.
1: No, they're not picking up that many points. Nope. Uh, talking of Wolves, drew 0-0 against Leicester at the Molineux. Uh Vardy was back on the bench after some time out of injury. Uh, both teams had decent chances, but again, a bit
0: like the film game. Yeah, boring game, yeah. Yeah, doesn't look like
1: there was going to be a goal. I mean, Neto and Traore did cause problems. Traoré is always going to cause problems, isn't yeah. it? There's no.
0: I can't think of a right or left back physically prepared <laughs> to take him on. Like The biggest one I think of is probably Reese James, but have you seen Reese James the next to Traoré, he still he looks, looks like tiny. a little boy. Yeah, Reese like, James isn't small. Yeah, Reese James <laughs> is a big bloke, but he looks like a little boy next to Traoré. Yeah. So I there's no left back or right back physically um, built enough to comfortably deal with him, so he's no. always going to cause problems.
1: Exactly. Um, final game, the team we are being managers of, replacing Steve Bruce. Newcastle United did win 3-2 against Southampton.
0: This one actually was a good game, it not was. worrying.
1: Despite it being, well yeah, Southampton still in a bit of muddy run of form. Uh, Willock scored on his Newcastle debut, St Maximin used his pace um, to set him up, but uh, Bednarak potentially wouldn't have minded being still sent off, scoring another own Yeah, goal. <laughs> oh, God, it's
0: not a good time for him. The two goals in two. Yeah. Two own, go- own goals in two. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not going well.
1: Not at all. Minamino scored in his Southampton debut, another lonely. Um, It was a powerful shot into the roof in the net.
0: Yeah, well, it was nice to see him scoring his debut because he hasn't really got his dues worth um, at Liverpool, has no, it? No, not at all.
1: I think a lot of people expected more from him and obviously... He's... You
0: expected him to push the front three, weren't you? Yeah. But he just didn't. Yeah. And I mean,
1: you've got to he be a very good bench.
0: player to push Mane, well, Salah. Was... Yeah, I mean, but he like wasn't outside. even on the bench. Like, Origi was on the bench. Ahead, yeah,
1: very it. true. Um, Southampton's defence seemed to be all over the place for a couple of Newcastle's goals.
0: Yeah, but they're playing a lot of youngsters at the moment, aren't they?
1: They had a reasonably full squad this time. Like,
0: hmm.
1: right, starting eleven wise Yeah. Um, but... Newcastle did well to hold on to the lead, finishing with nine men because they had Hendrick sent off on a double yellow card. Yeah, and then Shaw came off injured.
0: Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, which to be irritating for me when I'm <laughs> having to be the manager and I can't play first year centre back. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's going to be out for a few months, isn't it? The were saying it might be his last goal, uh, last game for Newcastle. Yep,
1: potentially his uh, contract does expire in the summer, so and he's out for a lengthy time because he has ruptured his knee. So, which isn't fun at all.
0: Yeah, i say that wasn't
1: good. No, but yeah, I mean, Newcastle defended very well at the end to block a few shots off the line. And...
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, they basically did the same thing Villa did. Yeah, just a bit high, more high scoring. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> beforehand, a bit higher yeah. scoring, yeah. Uh, just shut down. Good defending. yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, well, that wraps up our weekend's game section. We'll now move on to what we would do if we were the managers of Newcastle United. You know. <laughs> onto if we were the managers of Newcastle United, Steve Bruce stand aside. Newcastle are currently on tw- uh, played twenty three games. They've won seven, drawn four, lost twelve, scored twenty five goals, conceded thirty eight. So they're on a goal difference of minus thirteen, and they're on twenty five uh-huh. points, sitting around fifteenth, fourteenth to sixteenth in the table. Prime Bruce ball. <laughs> yes, uh, they're ten points above the drop zone, so most likely safe. Yeah, and their last five matches, obviously they beat Southampton 3-2, lost 2-1 to Crystal Palace, won 2-0 against Everton, lost 2-1 to Leeds and lost 2-0 to Villa. Yeah. <laughs> Which, four, obviously, three losses and two wins, not the best of form, but picking up points against Southampton, who I know aren't in the best of form at the moment, but they're still a good side, and mm-hmm. picking up the 2-0 win against the Everton. The Everton win was definitely a good win, yeah. Definitely. That released pressure off of Bruce was wasn't it, yeah. yeah. Um, because following leading up to that game, they'd obviously lost against Leeds, lost against Villa, and I think they lost their they lost the last year, yeah. Yeah, before the Villa game as well. They
0: lo- yeah, they lost Sheffield United and yeah, giving them their first win of the season. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean it's pretty standard what you expect from Newcastle, isn't it? Kind of picking up points here and there, not consistent. Well,
0: it's pretty standard what you expect from Steve Bruce football. Like, you're not yeah. going to be in relegation scrap, hopefully. Uh, but you're never going to be finishing near Europe or the top half of the table. I know you're, uh, Newcastle United fans are getting um, a bit frustrated just because they're not exactly playing creative football. No. It's not entertaining to watch. Like, Leeds fans, when they lose, aren't too mad because they're at least playing semi-exciting football. And same with Villa fans at the moment. You're yeah. not too mad if you lose because you're making chances. But I know Newcastle fans, I think, was it one of their games? They had literally, like zero shots or one shot on target i feel like
1: that yeah well obviously you're okay. a villa fan so you've seen prime bruce ball what's your opinion on it
0: um it wasn't good enough well clearly it wasn't we didn't get uh, promoted from it and he got sacked we got dean smith got promoted within six months him getting the job <laughs> yeah. so um no it was we got to the playoff final with bruce and it was all right and i don't know why we were very optimistic we were going to get promoted but we <laughs> scored one goal in the entirety of the playoffs.
1: Mm. Well, it's been done. Huddersfield won pe- on penalties throughout the whole playoffs and got promoted. <laughs>
0: well, that's Huddersfield, not Aston Villa. That's very true. So, yeah, Huddersfield. I'm sure they'll take the luck, but we <laughs> we have standards. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason they went down the next season. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's not entertaining. It's not good football. It's um quintessentially, it is get the job done. Yeah. Any way you can. That's fair. She's... Effective for again staying out of the relegation zone, but not for pressing on to the top half table into to Europe, etc. Yeah. Which is now after Newcastle being in the Prem for how long they've been up now? Almost a long time. Yeah, almost. A well, the last decade, time they
1: got re- the last time they got relegated was the season before Sunderland went down, which was 16, 17?
0: Yeah, because they got relegated and then Benitez brought them back up. Didn't yeah. you? So they've been up a few seasons now. So you'd be looking. After this match, I'm start pressing up into the top half yeah. of the table.
1: That is potentially down to the tightness of their own and Mike Ashley, though, where they're not being given funds to buy the. You say that they
0: spent forty million on Joe Linton like two seasons ago.
1: That's true, but then which is
0: quite a lot more than most of bottom yeah. half te- teams.
1: Yes, well, uh, their top scorers are Callum Wilson with ten. We got Almiron with four and Jeff Hendrick with two. Top assists again: Wilson with five, Saint Maximum with three, Joe Linton with two. We all know without having to look at the stats, but the stats almost confirm it. Wilson is their main man.
0: Yeah, everything goes through him, doesn't it? Yeah. And And uh, when he's injured, they look like a different team. I think when they were going on their losing run was when Wilson was injured yeah. and not playing.
1: Yeah, well, he's missed two games out of the 23 because um, he scored 10 goals in 21 games. And um, they lost both games he wasn't involved in, which arguably were Man City and Chelsea. But...
0: But they didn't even look like scoring, yeah. did they? So. Um. Yeah, he's definitely their main man, their main source of goals. So they are what for me. They're one. I would say they're one Wilson injury away from trouble, but they're so far ahead of the drop. And luckily for them, this season the bottom three are so much worse than everybody else yeah. that they'll be alright this season. I yeah. can't see definitely things have to massively change for Newcastle get dragged into a dog fight. But
1: definitely. Uh Yeah, he signed for twenty million in the summer, and Carol, Gillington, Saint Maximin, Gale, and Almond. Total goal tally adds up to eight goals combined.
0: And Wilson has two more on his own. <laughs> it's the fact they still play Andy Carroll. Yeah. That is hopeful, that is. <laughs> like, he doesn't even get assists. Like, if he got mm. assists from heading it down to someone else, fair enough. but He, he doesn't even get that. He's just an absolute donkey. Yeah,
1: he doesn't act, do the Giroud role where he holds it up. Either. Yeah, he didn't hold it up.
0: He doesn't get headers. he's an no. absolute donkey.
1: <laughs> um, another player that's kind of shone this season, is Darlow keeping Dubravka out of goal.
0: Yeah, because Dubravka was injured, so Darlow got his chance. And to keep him out, isn't he? Because yeah. Dubravka's uh, on the bench now. Yeah. yeah, and Dubravka is, uh, bench, yeah. Yeah, and Dubravka is,
1: is a good, good keeper. Here. Yeah, uh, Darlow's played all 23 games for Newcastle this year. He has only kept four clean sheets, but he's probably kept them in more games.
0: Yeah, I think that's more down to his defence than him. Because mm. uh, they're not the most defensively sound, especially, well, it'll be an interesting few weeks coming up. Uh, based on the fact that a lot of their defenders now are injured. Yes, definitely for at least the next few weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, talking of which, Clark, Lascelles, Manquillo, Hendrick, Shaw, Fernandez, and Wilson are all injured. Five of these are all defenders. Five of the seven are defenders.
0: <laughs> yeah. So just and um, I think a lot of them are centre halves, aren't they? Yeah.
1: Lascelles, Shaw, Fernandez, Clark
0: are all centre halves. Although Clark should be back because he's only away on um, paternity leave. Yeah. So, he should be back, let's say, the Chelsea game.
1: Yeah. Uh, Shah looking out to be the rest of the season. Fernandez no return date. Lascelles no return date. Manquillo, also no return date. Because Shah, uh, Manquillo and
0: Wilson all got injured in the Southampton game. It's a bit unlucky, really, that this has happened the week after the end of the transfer window. Yeah, definitely. Because you could have got, I don't know, centre-backs on loan or cheap mm. centre-backs from the Championship or something. But, yeah. Um, no, that's tough now till at yeah. least the summer.
1: So, <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, Wilson's got a hamstring injury, so he'll be out for at least two to three weeks, most likely, depending on how bad it is. That's three losses then, <laughs> with their well run of games they have. But yeah, the available defenders they have is Dummett, Craft, and Lewis two right backs and one centre back. They're shorter on defenders than Liverpool, um, but no one fusses because Steve Bruce doesn't come out and
0: moan about it all the time (laughs) well yeah he's very English about it isn't he, get on with it
1: exactly Um, well Isaac Hayden has filled in reasonably well I think,
0: yeah Hayden's been (laughs) alright, he's settled in well Uh, I think Newcastle fans think he's the second coming of Christ (laughs) but he's doing alright Mm-hmm.
1: Made a few good blocks against Southampton. Cleared one off the line.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good block off line. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, another player who played well against Southampton is Joe Willock. He um, in his debut, yeah, yeah, scored. Came on loan from Arsenal, where I think that's the right move because he was getting in every now and then for Arsenal. But at it's this definitely the right like
0: career move, isn't
1: it? Definitely, even if it's on loan, and then maybe go out on loan again or make it permanent.
0: Yeah, it's just game time, isn't it? Like yeah. No one wants to go and just sit on the bench for your whole career. Yeah. And without the chance to play the a game, you're not going to push anyone out of the Arsenal team.
1: Exactly.
0: And unfortunately, Arsenal as well just signed Odegaard as well, who's another midfielder.
1: He even said that he enjoyed being given the freedom to roam from box to box.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, being the freedom to play where you want to play mm-hmm. in a different team. Uh, it's a good career move for him, and it'll be good for Newcastle as well, I think, going forward. Definitely.
1: Um, moving on to, look fast forward to the summer. We'll start with expiring contracts. Um, obviously, Fabian Shah, we've highlighted already. Uh, Dwight Gale, Federico Fernandez, Christian Atsu, Jacob Murphy, Andy Carroll, and Save are um, expiring contracts. Out of them, who would you retain or at least sign a new contract and who would you just let go on a free? Uh, Shah, it's...
0: probably. Yeah. Fernandez, Gale. Uh, that might be it for me. Maybe I it. think. Yeah, I don't know who she. So,
1: uh, I would say them three again, and maybe Murphy because he's quite a good rotation. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Survey, I don't think he's featured in his whole time as a Newcastle player, and he's been
0: there for about three years. Exactly, take him off the books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andy Carroll. I right, it's time to let Carroll go. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for me, it's exactly the same as Gareth Bale signing where. You want the, the boy to come home mm. and hope he's going to be really good. Um, and he he just hasn't he scored one goal in the last 45 games. Yeah. Or no, two goals in 45 games.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't look like... And he doesn't goal. look like he's going <laughs> to no. score either.
0: Um,
1: uh, and then Christian Atsu, he's not even been named in the 25-man squad. Ed exactly, so get him off books. Yes. Uh, you mentioned Dwight Gale you would keep.
0: Yeah, I think Gale's... Good. I think, don't wrong, we've uh, spoken about him before, and he's a very good championship player. Yeah. Like, but he also is a player that knows where the net is. Yeah. So I think he's one of them, you can bring him on, maybe later on in the game, or especially if Wilson's injured as well. Yeah. Because I think he's a similar-ish player to Wilson, just of, of a lower standard. Yeah. Um And he's just a player that knows where the net is, and with Newcastle, they don't score that many goals. It's the kind of player you can't afford to let go of, whereas. Carroll, who we just discussed, doesn't really know who the net is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's a kind of a natural goal scorer that I don't think in their current state they can afford to let go of without replacing it.
1: And then fast forward another year, expiring in 2022, we've got the Longstaff brothers, Matthew and Sean, and then Paul Dummett in going into his last final year as well. Would
0: you sign them free back on? Uh, Dummett, probably, yes. Depends on the transfer window if we if they get in a defender. They get into the defenders potentially. Let Dummett go, but uh, probably. And the Longstaffers, are quite like them. And I assume, not being a Geordie myself, but I assume the fans like them as well as their local lads. So. Most
1: likely, especially. Uh, uh, Sean plays. Sean Longstaff plays quite often. He's in and out of the squad. Yeah. And then Matty's Matt is on, on the bench sometimes, yeah. isn't he?
0: And I think they're both younger f- one, isn't he, Matty? Yeah. yeah, they're both under the age of 23. So. Yeah, exactly. So they're young, coming up. So yeah, might as well keep them in team.
1: Yeah. Um. So both looking like good, promising players for the future. I think. Mm-hmm. So why not get them on a few year more deal? Um. In the summer transfer window, obviously we've highlighted they've got so many centre backs injured, and defenders <laughs> injured. Um. But do you think that is just a bit of a freak moment where they're all injured? Or would you go out into the summer transfer looking for another defender?
0: I'd look for another physio. So <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> I'm getting injured. <laughs> um, no, uh, potentially, yeah. It depends, A, how long-term the injuries are. Mm. So, like, is Shah going to be back on? Yeah, how long the injuries are... Uh, that would depend and also how much money you're given to play with because they
1: i think apart from the they all should be back before the end of the season
0: but it's also if they're gonna yeah yeah, if they're gonna try and sign like uh willock potentially they he's not gonna come for free is he so uh it depends how much money you've got left over after signing because notoriously mike ashley quite tight i know we just said i just argued a minute ago that he spent 40 million on joe linton but as you said he's quite tight yeah um, so it depends how much money they've got and if they've got any spare. I think they we should prioritize getting a player like Willock in to help Shelby in the midfield mm-hmm. over another centre back because they will have other options by next season. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I've highlighted a few players again: Willock on a permanent rather than just a loan, mm-hmm. or even a like we've seen a lot this year,
0: a loan to buy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Jack Wilshere, I thought. Yeah, I thought of Wilshere as well. He's only on a short-term deal till the end of the season with Bournemouth.
0: Yeah, he's got that Premier League and England experience. The only thing is he's getting him motivated. But one thing I will say for Bruce, he seems, especially with the English lads, he's quite good at getting him yeah. motivated and back in and wants to play. Yeah, and touch wood, because
1: obviously we don't want to see him injured because he can be a
0: very good player when he's not injured.
1: Um, he's stayed fit for his first two months as a Bournemouth player which is probably the longest he's been without injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the last few years, yeah, definitely, yeah. Because yeah. he has been playing week in, week out, I'm pretty sure. It's just, I suppose, you play like that, you've got to look after him a bit more and maybe not. Well,
0: I think he's more mental with the player like that, really. I know yeah. he gets injured quite a lot, um, which doesn't help himself, but he hasn't really had his head in the game. Yeah, that's true. In the last few seasons, like, since he left Arsenal, really.
1: Mm. That's true. Um, Some strikers maybe to support Wilson more than Jalinton and Gale and Carroll do. Uh, I've highlighted Ivan Toney, Adam Armstrong, Josh King. And because Ivan Tony obviously is doing very well at Brentford, he's the top goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Adam Armstrong with Blackburn, he's the second top scorer in the Championship. Both of them started their careers at Newcastle. And obviously Josh King's deal with Bournemouth expires in the summer and you could link King and Wilson back up.
0: Yeah, potentially King and Wilson would be signing. Or Ivan Tony. I feel like that's going to be a dogfight in yeah. the... Uh... If Brentford don't get promoted because they get promoted, yeah. they might hold on to him. Definitely. Uh, but other than that, I think there might be a dogfight between the likes of Newcastle, Brighton, uh, possibly like West Ham or someone all trying to sign Ivan Tony. Uh, so they might want to get involved in that, yeah. And Armstrong as well from uh Blackburn potentially, uh, if he keeps scoring, um, would be a good signing. Uh, it depends if they can keep Wilson fit and who they let go because as yeah. we say, we've got Gail and Carroll running out of uh contracts. If you offer neither of them contract then to another striker yeah if you offer one of them you still got Joe Linton so Maximum can play up front yeah um Wilson obviously so you might not be dying because you normally need you normally have about four strikers don't you yeah in your uh 25 man squad so you've already got at least three there already so whether you're in dying need to sign another one
1: and then midfield wise I thought maybe for more creativity because obviously we've Highlighted Bruce isn't the most creative manager
0: when it comes to playing football, yeah. He's, so he's he benefits from having creative players because he doesn't really inspire creativity, no. does he? But if he's got a creative player like a uh, Villery had Jack Grealish,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, and then put in Newcastle, he's got John Joe Shelby, so yeah, which depends what John Joe Shelby, turns yeah, which up. move he's in <laughs> because sometimes the world beater and sometimes can't hit a Barn Door exactly.
1: So. Um, so I highlighted Bojan. Bojan, the ex-Stoke player, he's a free agent after leaving Montreal, um, or John Lundstrom, from, who turned down a deal with Sheffield United, potentially get him on, because mm. he's played in Premier League, both played in Premier League. Um, I think
0: Lundstrom would be the better sign out of those two, Yeah, um, seems like a kind of Newcastle player, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know how creative he is, though, to be honest. No. He's, he's a decent, hard-working midfielder. I don't yeah. know how much he bringing in terms of creativity. Very true. Uh, but he's decent penalties as well. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: that's why I highlight Bojan, because obviously he is that creative midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoke tried to utilise, but it just didn't work out when they got relegated. <laughs> um, the upcoming fixtures is Chelsea away, Man United away, Wolves at home, West Brom away, and Villa at home on the 13th of March. Uh, out of them games, how many points do you reckon out of fifteen?
0: Uh, three or four.
1: Three or four, <laughs> five at best. <laughs>
0: Where
1: are you getting your points then? I'm guessing uh, Chelsea. Mate, I'm, ba- I'm writing
0: off Chelsea because yep. with two shell, I can't see them being able to get the ball. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, Manchester United second in the league speaks of itself. Yep. Um, Wolves. I don't know. I sh- they could get a point against Wolves. Yeah. Potentially, you'd like them to beat West Brom because West mm-hmm. Brom can't defend. Yeah, and then you'd be hard. A point, maybe at Villa. Uh, mm-hmm. that'd be a tough game because I, I would. I think the Wolves game and the Villa game is similar, apart from the fact Wolves end up a striker. Yeah, with Villa, Volley Watkins, who scored three in his last three. Sir. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. So, at uh, best four or five if they got a point against Wolves and Villa.
1: Yeah, I'd say the same. Purely because, obviously, Chelsea, and Man United, you wouldn't expect them to win, especially from the fact that they don't have Wilson mm-hmm. for them two games. He might be back for the Wolves game, may might not even be back until the West Brom game. So I think that determines
0: wh- wh- whether they get result or not. Yeah, yeah
1: against Wolves, but West Brom, I'm hoping for nothing less than three points because you should be beating any team. Yeah, you need you, to really. where
0: they are. They need to be beating the teams in and around them. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, and then Villa, depending on what Villa turn up, whether yeah, it's to be fair. the Villa that played against Arsenal or the Villa that played against West Ham.
0: Yeah, to be fair. To be fair. But <laughs> they would have had at least a week's break in the last game by then. Yeah, that's very true. It's not as congested uh, it, like in March as it is February. So. Yeah.
1: And on the current form, I think, yeah, about four or five points would be respectable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on the 15th of February, you're away to Chelsea visit down to Stamford Bridge, two showers, next game in charge. How are you setting up?
0: Hmm. <laughs> I am injury-stricken. Stricken. Yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, That's a word. <laughs> I think it is, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've got lots of injuries, so... My starting eleven is um, yeah, it was imp- bit, improvised at best.
1: It was a bit tactical for
0: me to choose the Man United game and give down the Chelsea
1: game, so I don't have to where, deal with the things.
0: <laughs> yeah, with the amount of injuries. Yeah. Um, in short, I've been probably more savage than Steve Bruce should be, and told Clark that you're only working four days, four hours a day, so you've got enough time with your kids to come back to training. Fair enough. Uh, so we started with Carl Darlow in goal. Yep, because uh, I like Debrafka, but Darlow's playing well and yeah. goalkeepers thrive on confidence, so we can't drop him. Yep. Uh we've started with Jamal Lewis uh, left back.
1: Yep.
0: Uh done a decent jo- job there all season, so yeah. And then we've got to put Dummett, who I know is a natural left back, but we have, he can play centre back. We've got to put him in centre back with, with the lack of Shah and um every other centre. Yeah, every other lot. <laughs> <centre-back they've> <laughs> um Kieran Clark. You're coming back in, mate. I don't care. Fair enough. Uh, and then, so it's Dumit and Clark, centre-back pairing, and then Kraft. That's definitely how certain name. Yep. On the uh, in right-back, because I think he's more or less the only fit natural right-back, isn't he? I think so. At the moment. Yep. So, yeah, definitely a defender's crisis at the moment. Definitely. And then we've got, in midfield, we've got as a bit of a box-to-box. And mm-hmm. uh, he'll be playing alongside Shelby. Nice.
1: Because
0: I think Shelby has to make it in this team. And look as well, I think ones you put in is maybe the long staff brothers, but mm. for me, they're both sat on the bench. That's fair. Um, and then we've gone on the right wing, we've got Almiron.
1: What formation are you playing?
0: We're going 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. And then we've got Almiron on the right wing, and then St. Maximum on the left wing. Nice. And then... Again, it's just due to the lack of defenders. Like, I would play five defenders, but <laughs> haven't. So, we're playing another attacker. So, we've got Joe Linton and Danny Carroll up front. The big boys. We that... you
1: to put Gail in there?
0: Nah, maybe as a sub for Joe Linton. But I've spent 40 million on Joe Linton, so he's got to play. And <laughs> do about how useless Carroll is. Oh, Whack him in. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he fits into the Bruce way of playing, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: And to be fair, against the Chelsea defense without Thiago Silva, it's yeah, not the they're most... not the
0: strongest in the air. Mm. So Carroll and Christiansen, yeah, is my bet. Yeah. Not that, uh, even Christiansen will be able to outpace Carroll, <laughs> which is the sad bit. Yeah, but in the air, there's no chance for Christiansen. Yeah, ever, so yeah, yeah no, I, I, that is quite hypocritical. I've just slated Carroll for uh, <laughs> yeah. twenty minutes. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Carroll and Joe Linton up front. I think it was meant to be a big man, little man, and then it got highlights to me how bi- how Joe Linton's quite big as well. Yeah. Uh so it's big man, big man, but big man, fast man.
1: <laughs> faster man. Yeah.
0: Big man, faster man. Uh and my tactics will be um yeah, head it down and yeah. give it to Joe Linton and hope he can hit a Barn door. and if not, give it your wingers. Mm-hmm. My goals my goals are hoping to come from Almoran cutting inside and say Maximum cutting inside and either laying it back or scoring themselves. Fair enough. Cause those are the only two that's that squad that look like scoring. Yeah. Or Karen quite... Clark from a header at the
1: corner. <laughs> yeah. Be quite direct, yeah.
0: 100%. Uh, I don't think you're going to be getting away playing passing, intricate mm. football with the players that he's got, Very true. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, well, you have the Manchester United game. Yep. How have you set up for this one?
1: Again, Darlow in goal. Mm-hmm. Probably playing the best season he's played in football. Uh, back four, Cruff as a right-back, Jamal Lewis at left-back, Dummett at centre-back, and his partner being Isaac Hayden. Keep him there. Because yeah, he played uh, reasonably well against Southampton, and he can do the job. Um, centre mids, I play Shelby and Hendrick because I have Hendrick back after his suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelby probably more of the box to box. Hendrick kind of just roaming around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll play a cam or for Willock because he looked quite creative and making runs on the edge of the yes. box. Out wide, I'd have Ryan Fraser on the right and Almer on the left. Okay, because they're both. Fairly quick, because they get down the lines, potentially against mm-hmm. uh, quite a slow back line.
0: Yeah, Lindelof, Maguire. Mm-hmm. uh and Twanzer, or are beyond slow, but yeah. it depends who we play.
1: And then, again, depend. I doubt Wilson will be back, but if he is, play Wilson. Um, if not, again, attack with pace against the likes of, we saw how easily Calvert-Lewin got past Maguire mm-hmm. on the weekend. Uh, play St Maximan as the number nine. As a striker, just to make There's the runs in behind. Is it a false nine or just in, um, on one of them in a.
0: Probably. I don't think he's intelligent enough players to play a good false <laughs> nine. No <laughs> probably not a, maximum. Yeah,
1: probably not a false nine because I want him running in behind mm-hmm. to utilise his pace. But if he drops in to get the ball, play it off and then make a yeah, the run, yeah, yeah. that's also fine because he has the pace to get away with it. Mm-hmm. He's very good on the ball technically. So I feel like he could do the
0: job at striker. No big Andy Carroll.
1: No. I might bring on Jalinton or Carroll in the later stages of the second half, just to start lumping it up and try mm-hmm. and win a header against the slabhead himself, Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apart from that, I'd mainly, again, try and get down the line, cut inside, play the ball through the lines. Because I know, obviously, wan is very good down the right as a right-back, so maybe yes. attack the left, where mm-hmm. sure isn't as quick. I know he's playing quite well
0: at the moment, but yeah, especially as Man's more of a uh, natural left winger, yeah. he'll probably drift out towards the left anyway. So
1: definitely. So yeah, that's how I would line up and hopefully get at least a draw against Man United.
0: Yeah, I don't, being it's, it, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not managing one of our big teams this week, so yeah. it's a bit of a let's get a draw. <laughs> get any results better than a loss? Let's it, just so.
1: try really hard, try our best because we can't just let. Like, <laughs>
0: Perfect grandma statement. You try your best. As long as
1: you try your best, it's okay because it means you couldn't have done any better.
0: And <laughs> you try your best, and you don't succeed.
1: Exactly. That. <laughs> It'll probably be them too. Yeah. Uh, well, that wraps up. If we were the managers of Newcastle United, I think we'd do a better job than Steve Bruce. We'll probably not get a win out of our uh, first games, but
0: yeah. Well, we've got to be better
1: than Allardyce at least. So we'll move on now to our final segment of predictions. Team of the week. And a quick look at our fantasy.
0: All right, we'll kick off uh, this section as normal with the team of the week. We started with a Sanchez in goal uh, from Brighton after keeping out all 20 of... Uh, well, almost all 20. He did see one, mm-hmm. but we'll allow him. Uh, and then... In goal, And then we've got Hayden from Newcastle at the back with Tyro Mings from Villa and Jamal Lewis as well from Newcastle.
1: Yep, uh, we're playing a 3-4-3. So our midfield four are Decore, Almiron, Foden and Vidra. And then our front three are Sterling Kane and Werner.
0: Yeah, Werner surprisingly had a good game but still yep. hasn't scored.
1: Nope, got an assist and got 14 man games
0: of the match. without uh, going up. Uh, sh- 15 maybe. He's making the runs and he's getting assists. He's test. making the runs. <laughs> God, do I sound like every Chelsea fan I know? Yes, because you are the. Only I was going to say owner. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that.
1: Uh, onto our predictions, we've got Leicester against Liverpool at the King Power Stadium. I put two one to Leicester. Uh, one one. One one. Uh, at Selhurst Park, Crystal Palace versus Burnley. I put one one. Yeah, one one again. One one. Uh, and then at the Etihad, Man City versus Spurs.
0: Oh, I can see City two three now here. Two three, three nil. nil, three,
1: three nil. Nil. Uh, I put two one to City, and then Villa take a trip to the Amex Stadium against Brighton.
0: Oh, I'd love to beat Brighton one nil.
1: I also put one nil uh,
0: to Villa. That is sorry, yeah. Not one. Yeah, one nil to Villa uh,
1: at St. At St. Mary's, Southampton face a Wolves side.
0: I reckon Southampton break right their run the form with a one nil victory.
1: Same here, uh, one nil to Southampton, especially playing at home. I know it doesn't really matter, but uh, and then at the Man United take a trip to the Baggies at the Hawthorns four one. 4-1. Man
0: United, yeah.
1: I'll put 3 1 Man United. And then at the Emirates, Arsenal versus Leeds. I reckon 3 2 Leeds. 3 2 Leeds. I put a 2 0 win for Arsenal. Uh Fulham take a trip to the Goodison. I reckon 2 1 Everton. 2 1 Everton. I put the same as it was in the reverse fixture, 3 2 to Everton.
0: Yeah, it was an oddly close game, wasn't it? Yeah. Reverse fixture.
1: Uh West Ham face a Sheffield United.
0: Uh yeah, 2-0. Yeah,
1: I'll put 2 0. And are you going to back your team no as you travel down to Stamford Bridge with Newcastle?
0: No chance. Long it's the long suffering was getting nosebleeds. No, I think comfortable 2 0, 3 three 0, also Chelsea. Two shells' biggest ever win nice. for Chelsea.
1: I put 2 0 win for Chelsea. I know we're the manager of Newcastle, but
0: oh, yeah. i got to back my and team. And to be <laughs>
1: realistic,
0: unfortunately. Yeah, exactly that.
1: Uh should we have a quick look at our fantasy teams? Yes we
0: shall. It's been a very good week for me this
1: week. I don't know about you. Um well f- for me it's been a good week but overall it's been a below average literally because average was 58 points. I got
0: 55 points. Oh average is 58 points. I got 81 points. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Basically with my selection I put Alisson in goal who had an absolute mare. Martinez oh, S- was on the bench so he got 9 points. Alisson got zero. Suchek got zero, um, and Antonio only got two.
0: Yeah, I had my uh, blanks were Diaz only got one, Suchek got zero, and Antonio only got two as well.
1: Yeah, on the bench, I had Martinez with nine, Bamford with six, Telemans with three,
0: and Cash with six. Whereas everyone else playing for me, I, my bench got two, one, two, zero. Mm. Uh, so I did all right, but everyone else. Pretty much performed. Martin has nine, on nine, Justin nine, Son ten, <laughs> Gunduan thirteen, Fernandez seven, Barnes three, which isn't very really good, Antonio two, and then Watkins are captain with eighteen. Wow,
1: my highest so. score was Fernandez with fourteen because he was my captain. But for this week, I've put cash in for Chilwell, I've put uh Bamford in for Antonio. I was going to take Suchek out, but his red card was overturned, so I've left him in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Man City and a couple of other teams have a double game week, so I've left Stones in because he's going to at least play one of the games surely.
0: Yeah, I've left uh, Deers in. I think I've put in Cancelo as well. Um, uh, and the only transfer I made this week is I sw- I had McGoldrick as my like reserve striker. Yeah, and I've swapped him out now. Kane's fit. Um, put Kane back in.
1: That's fair. I do have a free transfer. I haven't made up my mind on what I'm going to do there yet. So mm-hmm. We shall see. And. I'm pretty sure, Dan, you are now over 100 points ahead of me in the fantasy. Things
0: you love to say.
1: No, we don't. Yes, I, um, yeah, you're 110 points ahead of me in the league. Doesn't look like I'm catching you anymore. <laughs> I, I oh, can't... it's
0: not. no longer, it's a long season. No, <laughs> gi- I have given up. <laughs> oh, come on, there's always hope. If there's hope for Late Sheffield, comeback. then there's hope for you. I'm going
1: to do a Leicester when they almost got relegated. And, and they then, won the league yeah. next season. Exactly. That means you're waiting until next season. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that wraps up this episode, I think.
0: Of If We Were The Managers. That was episode 15. Yeah.
1: We've got Southampton next week. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.
0: Cheers. Thank you, guys. Bye. A lovely cushion header for Gerald!